Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 113, Slushies and Marrows. Enjoy the show! I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Jessica's Day Day of of Fun. Fun. Wow. Yeah, um... Bad times for Rosie? Yeah, Rosie's sleep is, um... Well, we don't use the word on the podcast <laughs> that I usually use to describe it, um, but it is effed in the B. <laughs> last, the last three nights, I've woken up um, 20 minutes before I need to do something. Okay. okay. Uh, which is useful. It's better than waking up 20 minutes after I need to do something. True. This is very true. On Friday, I really foolishly booked a haircut for 11 a.m. Well, not really foolishly, but I was like, I'm great. I'll have a haircut. And I woke up at 20 past 10. Like, <laughs> ideally, I shouldn't have put this so that I could have a writing date with Dame Sophie. Um, right, yes. At midday, if not quarter to midday. So I arrived for my haircut 10 minutes early, having only woken up half an hour before, so I could get out 10 minutes early because I had seen the schedule for my hairdresser, Sophia, when I was booking, and she had so many slots free, I knew she'd be free. Awesome. And and it did work out. Good. Um, Good. And yes, I did go and get a single-use coffee cup on the way home, but there were extenuating circumstances. Yeah, that's... Good. The extenuating circumstances being my many failures as a human. I'll, I'll give you a pass on that one. Thanks. In an ideal world, I brought my coffee cup, but I was so flummoxed. And I went <laughs> and I got the largest latte I could. And then, like, I mean, a large caramel skinny latte directly into my veins. And a pan of raisin. And it was excessive, but it was perfect. Perfect. Um, anyway, that's that's that was Friday. It's now Sunday morning. Same thing keeps happening. Not with the large coffee and the haircut. That would be. <laughs> Stop ex- having haircuts. <laughs> I mean, I know that I like. I, I often have high maintenance hair, but that's just ridiculous. Uh, yesterday, I was meeting my friend at eleven. And I woke up at not eleven, ten, <laughs> even not later than ten. And again, I was like, Bleh. um. So it's a wee bit late for her. Uh, and then, and then here we. Ah, but we're doing fine. We don't need Here that. we are. Today, I was woken up from my two-hour uh, pain gap, pain thing, yeah. um, at five. So it was going till seven, no, 5.30, and I was like, to be honest, I might just write this one out, just wake up. Yeah, but not, uh, that was my know, plan. Do a jigsaw. Didn't happen. Sometimes I tidy my room. That's one of my favourite yeah. things to do in the middle of the night, because it, like, I'm so awake, and my painkillers will take quite a long time to kick in. And if I've been, like if I've not done a great bedtime routine which admittedly I haven't and this is one of the reasons because it's very hot and I have just gone to pot anyway but if I have left my room a bit untidy I will just at four in the morning just tidy my room sometimes I'll do my journaling at four in the morning do a bit of meditation often we'll read for half an hour okay get a lot of podcast listening done yeah I I, am so I got in from work the other day and I was watching tv i was watching glow i thought i'll just watch one episode it's like i'm so tired i'm just gonna lie on the sofa i'm gonna watch another one well i watched three and then about five minutes into the next one i was like yeah this is this has to stop um which, then i got like a second wave of energy so i it, like two o'clock in the morning i cleaned my bathroom that's amazing so and i was like oh my god maybe i could harness this i could have power hour in the middle of the night and i put some laundry and i just did in my bathroom, I was like, I'm gonna shower and go to bed. Like now, now, now I'm done. But you know, I did a few, did a few things, a few things. I never do any cleaning that requires um, 
equipment. Okay, yep, fair. You do tidying. I do tidying. But then, of course, yeah. that, that speaks to wouldn't have, to like, our... hoovered or anything. Well, no, you'd have, you, your neighbours would have murdered you. Um, but that yeah. also speaks to our interests, is that I love to tidy. Yeah. And you like I like to clean. To clean. Yeah. That's between the two of us. We licked the platter. Get out of and clean with clean. Um, <laughs> oh my god, it's so hot. You know, uh, we were on really good roll of recording episodes, and I entirely blame the heat for the fact that we haven't recorded. We basically skipped an episode. I do. It's been too. I can't think. I can't do anything. Yeah, I'm very lethargic. Basically, just <sighs> like wake up, go to work, come home, go. Uh, fail to. I definitely had low key heat exhaustion for about four days before before yeah, the storm last weekend. Oh, that was a good thunderstorm. Oh, it was amazing. And then you read out the the symptoms to me when we went for dinner, and it's like, oh, maybe I had that as well. Yeah, because I was just I was constantly nauseous. Um, there was the night where I couldn't sleep in my own bedroom because my bedroom is west facing and it's the top of the house, so it's where all the heat all the heat yep. goes. Yeah. Um. And yep. I couldn't yeah. sleep, and it was about one in the morning, and um, I thought, John, I'm going to do. I'm going to go and sleep on the dining room floor because the dining room is very cool because it's the front of the house, the bottom of the house, and it's quite over. Um, there's there's a lot of plants in front of it, so it doesn't get much light in in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, and it was cooler there. What it was not was adequate for sleeping. So I brought my duvet down and I folded it in half and I took some cushions from the living room and I just lay on the floor and it was cool and I got to sleep straight away. But I think I woke up approximately every 45 minutes because one of my bones had gone out of place <laughs> because I was lying on a hard floor. And then about six o'clock, I came back up to my normal bed and got two more hours sleep. But it was good work. Good work. Dreadful. It's it's the kind of weather where you like you know how you have to move every so often to find the the cold bit of mattress. Yeah. But like the mattress is already warm. Yes. Like just the just the average temperature of everything is already too hot. I looked at some medication and it said do not do not store above twenty five degrees. Better get that in the fridge. Well, what am I meant to do? Because everything is above twenty five degrees. Do not put uh, Rosie above twenty five degrees. Move to Shetland. I would love that. That is not a joke. <laughs> I'm thinking, right, so basically global warming, climate change, this is happening every year. Well done, you played yeah. yourself. I, I feel quietly vindicated, but yeah. Um, Furious, so I but have like got smug. to relocate to avoid this for the future. Yeah, it's only um, going to get worse. So I got to go north. I got to migrate. Um, What's the opposite of a snowbird? Well, um, no, 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 a sunfish. A sunfish. You should be a sunfish. Is that where I avoid the snow? I avoid the sun. I think I think a sunfish is already a thing, though. Isn't also, it? yeah. Also, snowbird sounds more like what I am. I'm a little. Yeah, it does. Oh, it that sounds... bird loves snow. Yeah. Um, I mean, my plan, of course, is to live on a boat, which would mean I'd be constantly surrounded by water. And if I lay on the floor of a canal boat, technically, I'd be below sea level. Yeah. Yeah. Reasonable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if needs be, you could just get in. Right. I'd just dangle my feet off the edge. Don't get in the canal; they're horrible. Yeah, dreadful business. Um, but but then I could be technically sort of surrounded by water, and I reckon it would be cooler. Yeah, I think so. I think it would be cooler. Oh, so basically, um, I hate everything. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's just gone. So uh, I described I described uh, this podcast this week as a cup of tea with your two of your most delightful and creative friends. Yeah, well, suck it. Not this week. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot, and we hate everything. Oh my god, I'm in so much physical pain and the weather is 
conspiring to kill me. <laughs> this is like a this is a grand conspiracy. I'm being personally targeted. They were like, "Oh, you think your body can't regulate itself previously? Why don't we turn up the heat?" So it's like that episode of Miss Fisher where somebody tries to kill it in a sauna. Yes, that's the pilot. That is the pilot. Is the Except pilot. I am not locked in here with a beautiful Russian dancer. You are not. No, that is that is disappointing. I would be livid. Um, I I have never been more thankful to be single because can you imagine trying to share a double bed no. with another human? Murder suicide is the only way to get out. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like. Have we considered divorce? <laughs> All you Commonwealth Johnnies out there being like, oh, well, it's always really hot where I come from in Texas. That was never part of the Commonwealth. That's a really big point about Texas. <laughs> or Australia, or I don't know, boiling Atlantis, which is in a kettle. Um, I'd be like, yeah, well, we're not designed for this. Our houses are built to retain heat. Look at us. We all look like sentient blancmange. We weren't designed for this weather. Have you ever, have you given thought to the fact that we decided to set up an empire and most of it was in India? Yeah. What how, how how did, did we, we do that? that? Like I'm I I mean like I, obviously it was a bad idea. Like just because empires and colonizing places super bad idea, guys. Don't, don't, in case any of you were like, thinking about doing it. Just, just to clarify, the point here is about the weather, not about how impressed we are by empiricism. I know, but at the same time, I'm like, what? Quite what? impressed that you managed it. Yeah, because I would have turned up. I would have got off the boat in Lahore. I don't know if Lahore has a port. I'm so sorry. I would have arrived and just been like, no, no, we're quite all right as we are. Thank yep. you. If anything, let's roll back some borders. Let's, let's, I will give Cornwall to India if it stops me having to experience <laughs> this heat ever again. You want whales? You can have it. <laughs> Outrageous. And they were wearing three-piece suits. I know. Well, yeah, to my mind, everything is like carrying up the Kyber way. You just keep going and it's fine and the house is being bombed around you. <sighs> but you're having your, having like a, an eight-course dinner party in full military regalia. I have watched my first Carry On film in the last month. Oh my god! How did that go for you? Well, so I am... start at the beginning. Or yeah, we're it... doing chronologically. I am with two of my friends uh, watching every Carry On film in order, um, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. a sort of project experiment. Um, now, the first one was not intended as like a start of a series, so it's basically just a normal late 50s black and white comedy. Right, yes. And, like, it's nothing incredible, but it's not... If think about If you think about what carry-on films are... Yeah. It's not that at all. Right, good. Um, so it's sort of BBC Two in the, in the afternoon. Yeah. I mean, there's some slight sauciness, but no more than anything else. Um, no one blacks up, which is making it That's infinitely better than quite a lot of carry-on films. It stars William Hartnell... And Bob Monkhouse. Good lord. I'm going to watch every single one and I started watching it with the carry-on sergeant, um, which is a perfectly reasonable way to spend 82 minutes. Oh, well, that's a tick right there, isn't it? Get in, yeah, get out. I was, I was going to go to the cinema this week and The Incredibles 2 is only 20 minutes shorter than Mission Impossible 6. Oh. And Mission Impossible 6, I looked at and was like, that's too long. No. I don't need a two-hour animation. 
But think of that's that's an extra however many minutes of air conditioning. Well, uh, yeah, and also I do really want to see Mission Impossible. Angela Bassett's in it. Alec Baldwin seems to be playing if Jack Donaghy were in the CIA. Right, right. Um, right. Like he was telling somebody off. He right. didn't say it like, good God, Lemon. Good God, Lemon. I choose to believe the Expendables films are entirely Terry Jeffords undercover. Oh yeah, that's a really good way to look at it. But I can't remember what his character name is because they've all got stupid names. Lee Christmas. He's called Hail Caesar. That's it. <laughs> like how uh, Jurassic World is the uh, the fan fiction of Burt Macklin, FBI, has had to go undercover yes. with dinosaurs and it's all gone wrong. I tell you where it has great air conditioning. The other palace in Victoria, uh, where I went this week to see Heather's. Beautiful. Which beautiful was a tremendous Sunday. afternoon. Isn't it good? It's very good. Um, so it's good. Just about to transfer to the Haymarket. Oh, is it transferring? I do Great. buy a ticket. It's open until the end of November. Yeah, well worth it. But also, I'm glad I saw it. Oh, the stage is teeny tiny where we saw it. Stage is teeny tiny. I'd forgotten how teeny tiny the stage was. Well, also, previously, I'd only ever seen it with two people on it. Yes, um, because previously, that's where I'd seen Daddy Long Legs twice. Um, but and, and it's kind of a thrust stage, so you're sort of around it. And I was sitting at the end of a row, although actually I was able to move in because two people in the middle of the row didn't arrive. So one of the front of house staff appeared and said, if you guys want, you can all move in. So me and my the rest of my, my row mates shuffled. all stood up and shuffled into, which is good. Um, I was glad that I was able to do that um, because my ticket said um, possibly, like, uh, possibly restricted view and i couldn't work out what would possibly be restricting the view but i think like, it's just other actors okay hearing yeah. your view from what you actually want to see so it's because it's uh you for for some of the action you are just the tiniest bit behind it yes uh, but that did not detract from my experience it meant that i got a slightly cheaper ticket um slash the one that was available because i had to, i could only go at specific times because obviously i worked theater hours as well um, um so i was i was glad to get it yeah, when I saw it, uh, I think I'd seen it before we were last recorded, so we may have mentioned it, but I yeah. was in the front row on the corner of the stage. But obviously, because because it's such a sort of tight circle, being three seats in in the front row is considerably further in than being three seats in on the latter row. Cause yes. In fact, pie. I had sort of looked behind me and thought, well, if, if the people behind me don't turn up, and I think they, they did, I thought, I, I'll sit and even if I sit on the, the end of the row, it's like two th- two or three seats further in because yeah. of the way um but it was yeah it was really good and in fact the that corner seat where you were sitting is just about where the little girl who was there are a lot of colored blazers and checks so check good um there was a girl there um who was sort of early teens and she had a um a blue blazer on and she had a blue scrunchie and at the end during the bow she got a high five from carrie hope fletcher it's really adorable it's really great because that audience was clearly full of sort of girls in their mid-teens having such a great time that was like so it, it like it was perfectly suited of like this is what yeah. you do when you're six, 15 or 16 and um did did carrie hope fletcher do a little wave as she went off of the bow um she did wave to everyone but it w- it was you demonstrated the wave that she gave when you saw it and it was but i was just a more general like oh bye everyone thanks for coming okay because when i don't know when she because when she went off she sort of did her bow you know as the actor in the show and then because you could see she had a lot of fans in she was the last one off and she just turned around and gave a little wave and it was very sweet and um it was just really nice to see 
teenage girls really like delighted to be in the presence of their idol who was a very talented person who was who had earned her spot there yeah um and who also Joe always seems to on like the social media always seems to be like very nice yeah i just this that is the only slight issue i had with the, her casting is that i was like I think you might be too nice a person. <laughs> is that? Um, but it, it worked because of the how the play sets, like the play is slightly different from the, yeah. the musical, is slightly different from the show, from the film. Is that she is written as a slightly nicer character than Winona Ryder's version? Yes. Um. So so as Veronica, and um, so it did work. But it, it means it's a very different. You're like, oh, this is not. You're not just aping the Winona Ryder Veronica because you're yeah, like, I thought it. What I thought it worked really well. There, there were some teenage girls sitting next to me who, like, the one right next to me was uh, just, like, losing her mind, but in the nicest possible way. Like, she was so excited to be there. That's just great. It was really nice. That's lovely. Yeah, the audience. It was a really lovely audience. Like, you know when you get, like, a vibe? Mm, it yeah. It was really good. A good vibe. I went with one of my, my girlfriends, and she bought me an ice cream at the interval, and we <laughs> had one of the theme. we each had a themed cocktail. Very good. I was there by myself and I was going straight to work, so I did not do any of that. Okay. But um, I had a very tremendous afternoon. I had the um, red slushy, which right, just, yeah. was just a slushy with gin in it. Very good. Right. There was a one called Candy Store, which had candy-flavoured vodka in it, and I I was so intrigued. But I thought, if you if this goes poorly, I'm like yeah. 10 quid down. Whereas I thought, red slushy gin... Can, yeah, you can you I'm can a, be fairly sure you're going to enjoy that. And I did. Um, oh. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, I'm glad it's transferring. I hope more people get to see it. Yes. Um, my favourite person was was Red Heather. That's not her name, but you know, I just Heather, thought she yeah Heather, Heather Chandler. She, I just thought she was amazing. She was very good. Um, I really liked Martha. Yeah, she was really good too. Yeah, and it's quite it's actually quite a small part comparatively speaking to the sort yeah. of main characters. But um, she made an impact. She definitely made an impact. And um, her solo got, song like, was sort good. Of tor- not torch song, but she got like this sort of big ballad towards the end. Yeah, that was really good. Like clearly just like loved her. So yeah. really- basically the moment she comes on in her unicorn sweater and her glasses, everyone's just like, oh, we love you. Yeah, really good. Can we keep you <laughs> in a non-patronising way? But like, Yay. stay with us, you'll be safe. Um, yeah. So that was my Thursday. Hey, you know what I what musical I have seen since last we recorded, Jessica? What have you seen, Rosie? I went to the press night for The King and I. Oh yeah, how was that? Really good. Good. There was so much free champagne. Oh good. I went with friend of the pod, Lewis, and we both wore our suits. You did wear your suits. I mean... Wrong suit work. Yeah, I mean, saying that like Lewis was wearing his suit, obviously a lot of boys have suits. Oh, yeah. We were this wearing. Is, this is a suit of note. This is a noteworthy suit. Ah, suits. His is like a brocade people... suit. Yeah. Um, comments were passed upon said suits throughout the evening. I'm sorry, I can only say the word suits, suits. in uh, the voice of the suit salesman from Romeo Michelle. That's fine. Do you have a sort of business woman's. Oh, no, that's what they say when yeah. they're getting breakfast. I like your suit. Is it Armani? Yes. Oh, so what do you do? I'm a suit salesman. Oh. Excuse me, I cut my foot before and my shoe is filling up with blood. And then she commits to the mime, which obviously is important, and yeah. limps away. Do you have some sort of businesswoman special? Uh, she's got a very deep voice. A great way. Yeah. Anyway, I was wearing a bright pink suit. Lewis was wearing his brocade suit. People kept telling, mainly Lewis, that he looked amazing, but also like the two of us that were like the best dressed people there, which is accurate. Um, <laughs> we got loads of free bagels. 
they were canopies. I'm not saying there was just like a, somebody handing out free bags yeah. of bagels. Um, the show was amazing. The after party was amazing. I got all of the uh, sauce that I spilled down myself out of my suit the next day. Very good. Yes. It was great. You looked great. Lewis and I Thank looked you. great. My shoes yep. do not fit my feet. And I am very upset about that. Oh, disappointing. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was a minor shoe snafu. I was but... like, oh, these shoes are really tight. And I was like, I don't think this is just a heels hurt situation, Rosie. Really. <laughs> this is a, these do a not wrong shoes. It's annoying because I've owned them for two years and it's the first time I actually wore them. Oh. So, do you know what? And people have said how much they like them. Maybe I'll give them away to somebody. Yeah, I'm sure you can find Somebody with a smaller foot. Yeah. You want them? You can have smaller them. Smaller hoof. The Miller hoof. Um, little Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reference. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. What have I done? Been to the we went to Yalk. We went to Yalk. We went to Yalk. That was the main thing we did last weekend. The yeah, weather I... was about 15 degrees cooler. Yeah, it was much nicer. And it was raining slightly. Um, let's Let's lead with the most important thing. We had a the pizza. delicious lunch. Yeah, good. I was like, if you say anything else, I will never believe. Um, I had a truly tremendous lunch. It was amazing. Oh my God, that uh, pudding you got. Well, okay, so every time we go to any convention at the Kensington Olympia... Yeah, we've we've got this down now. We we have we have nailed the routine. Early doors, you go to the Pizza we Express in the corner. all our landings. And you get your pizza, your pudding, your 250 milliliter glass of wine. Yep. So the first thing you have to do for this event is you arrive and you do the the main convention floor you just like sort of cruising main street yeah like traversing the square doing the wander i mean all comic cons incredibly repetitive you've seen one you've seen them all yeah but you gotta look at every stand who knows you might find the steve harrington funko pop you're looking for yeah Guess you don't what? Have to spend long on it you just have to say that you did it gotta do it all um also this is less I know cosplay great Thank um than uh less cosplay heavy the mcm so fine. yes yeah also yeah you spend less time stopping people going oh my god there's no artist sally or if there is it's upstairs no artist sally it's or there's a tiny little corner it's very minimal um so, so you, it's a different situation from you MCM. do that you walk past all of the autograph places and you go oh my god it's ralph curly from the i zombie yeah. and you're like i just saw uh zachary live like from the corner of my eye yeah um from, like as an actual person in the flesh uh, because those are all where, where we ended up coming in. We were right past where people had to queue up and who had paid lots of money to get an autographed photo. We don't do that. We go in, walk all the stalls, get in the Pizza Express queue. You get given a, a number. You sit down. You your table gets called. Boom! Pizza, olives, vegan pudding. So many snaps. It was really good. It's really really good. Um, I have chocolate fudge cake and a big glass of red wine. I was too full. I had a black currant semi-freddo, and it was delicious. That was what I was looking forward to all week, more than the rest of the convention. Oh, I know, super excited. As soon as I clocked that we would be good to go to Pizza Express. Then after four and a half hours of lunch, you go upstairs uh, to yuck, because you've eaten too... No. Um, and then you look at all the books, and then you go buy. back, buy all the books. that you, you try and remember the books that you saw on the first time round. Yes. It's, it's, it's very complicated, but we, we manage it. Stopped for a cup of tea. Yes. Rosie will get too tired. Then go and purchase all of the books. Also, by this point, the markdowns have begun. Yes. I was very restrained. I only bought seven books. Did I have to get a new tote bag to put them in? Yes, I did. Which I've just picked up. I got two new tote bags, despite announcing I'll be getting no tote bags. Yeah, same. Got two. Uh, I I got a blue one to match the uh, the orange, the orange bookmark. bookmark. Okay. Bookmark. 
I've got three. Okay, fire away. T is for tree, Greg Fowler, which is about a man who doesn't leave his house and then leaves his house. Okay, okay. Oh, is that the one about the boy who discovers jam? Yes. I mean, that is a different book just on that sentence but he like yeah. he goes out and discovers the world and in like the list of things it says he find, eats jam then i got and then we ran by katie cannon um which is about two people who are like trying to leave their small town and they get married to do so okay and so i assume i've seen hallmark movies it's going to be a marriage convenience we're going to fall in love and then yeah. the final book, also by Katie Cannon, which I had not clocked, so I'd got two by her, is called How to Write a Love Story. And it is about a girl whose grandma is a famous romance novelist uh, who enlists her to help write her next book. Oh, sold. Yeah. Sold, 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 sold. Sure. Um, I have Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Not really. Um, I have The Witch's Kiss by Catherine and Elizabeth Court, which tagline, some fairy tales are darker than others. It's about the girl who's Mary is an average teenager. She's also a witch. She's trying not to be, but she is. Bum, bum, bum. Let's see how that pans out. Uh, then I have... I did. I should have got them out of the bag beforehand. I didn't prepare. Yeah, I'm just reading mine from a shelf across the room. Oh, yeah, cunning, cunning. Uh, so I got part of a, a duology. I don't know if that is a word, but... That's what they were going with. So uh, it is the first one. Let's get this the right way around. Uh, so the Six of Crows. This is by Lee, uh, Lee Bardugo. 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 Apologies if that's not correct. Um, so this is from the Grisha version. It's the Six of Crows, Six Dangerous Outcasts, One Impossible Heist. Um, and then there's a follow-up called Cricket Kingdom uh, called When You Can't Be the Odds, Change the Game. So, yeah, that could be exciting. And that's more... Um, fantasy i think so i was going for something that was a bit different from what i usually read uh i've got one called moxie by jennifer matthew uh tagline time to fight like a girl which is about a girl who starts a feminist zine at her high school because she's sick of the uh hashtag everyday sexism uh letters to the lost by bridget kemmerer uh which is about two teenagers from opposite sides of the tracks i guess something maybe um juliet young has always written letters to her mother even after her mother's death she leaves letters on her grave Declan murphy is kind of tough guy you wouldn't want to cross but while community service doing landscaping at the local cemetery is haunted by ghosts of own past so there we go that sounds jolly uh then by renee watson we have piecing me together which is about jade is a girl striving for success in a world that seems like it's trying to break her she knows she needs to take every opportunity that comes her way and she has every day jade rides a bus to a private school where she feels like an outsider but where she has plenty of opportunities so that sounds cool and i am gleaning from the blurb that she is one of very few black students at a predominantly white school okay that is what that is about. And then um, Open Road Summer by Emery Lord, which is about, oh, yes, I'd forgotten this one. So suddenly looking at the cover, I was like, this looks like it might be a bit sort of sappy, but I've just flicked it over. She's finished with her bad news boyfriend and she's ready to join her best friend, Lina Montgomery, on tour. Lina's oh, a yes. Superstar, she's nursing a broken heart of her own. Uh, it's about a girl called Reagan O'Neill. So, uh, yeah, that should be fun. That's them. That's them. I liked it. I like I like Yalk. I do. Yeah, should we also talk about what we were wearing? Oh, yeah. We, we were dressed up. We, we were. Dressed up. Yeah. Um, I like a casual costume for a Sunday at Yelk. Can wear trainers. Don't have to wear a wig. Yes, crucial in this weather. Which is why Jessica and I were dressed as porny goddesses. Rah! Beautiful. We were goddesses, glorious female warriors. 
We are those. Yeah. Uh, Jessica made the vests. It did. You made the badges. Yes. And we looked amazing. We did. Super good. There are pictures on the uh, on the Tinter we'll, website. We'll, so we'll share some in the show. We'll, we'll share some more to the uh, show account. Songs. Song. Do you have a song? Uh-huh. I do. Uh, Check Yes Juliet by We The Kings. Okay, mine came up on Discover Weekly. Woo, something new and different. My song is by Alex Leahy, and it is called Where's Anderson? Oh, so on brand. I know, and I was like, how dare you, (laughs) Spotify. (laughs) Um, It's not actually about Wes Anderson, it's like one line about Wes Anderson, but it's a very sweet song about like a college romance. Right, right, okay, yeah. Snacks? Snacks. Um, I made some courgette scones last week. Yeah. Courgette scones. Mine is um, a friend of the pod, housemate Lucy, uh, last night made cherry bakewell cupcakes. I saw pictures of those on Twitter. They looked amazeballs. Holy moly, those are good. Um, They are so good with cream cheese frosting. Unbelievable. We had them, uh, we we ordered our takeaway and then had those we had pudding first. My boss made an amazing carrot cake uh, last week with a, and it was vegan, and it had a vegan cream cheese frosting, and it was delicious. And she was really worried about it because it was a new recipe, and she hadn't used the the vegan cream cheese before, and it was amazing. Um, so that is can, great. Can be... That is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Needle and fed. Needle and fed. I made courgette scones last week. Very good. Courgette scones. Um. I've done a teeny bit of knitting, but if you're in near yarn too long in this weather, you catch fire. Yep, you fuse to it. So I've done six rows of my ladies' evening jumper, which I think I cast on originally in February, and then I ripped out because I was confused about the pattern. I'm no longer uh, confused no. about the pattern, but it's a two-ply jumper, so expect this to keep going. My oh, but 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 now I'm just shouting but <laughs> but um, I've been sewing loads, sewing loads, sewing loads, so much sewing. Loads of sewing. Um, and I have nearly, nearly, nearly finished a pair of pyjamas. Not just a piped collars, pocketses, tops and bottomses, <laughs> which I would probably have finished by now had I not run out of thread. Oh, uh, yeah, classic. Um, I, I think I probably bought enough for the project, except I'm not a very good sewer, so I have to rip out a lot of seams. Right, I see, I see. I see. <laughs> yep. And in doing so, poked a hole in the sleeve oh that's upsetting but it's on the back it's less than a centimeter long and it's not a hole it's a tiny rip so i put a little bit of interfacing in the back if you get a matching thread you can do a little zigzag stitch or a little a little darning stitch that's the back. what i was thinking mm-hmm. because the, the interfacing itself will that so this is a this is a discussion for another time um it, will, it won't last forever but it's no. holding it together just for now um so i'm using the carolyn pajama pattern by closet case patterns it's canadian Okay. Um, and I'm doing the shorty version because I like to have a formal shorty pajama in some like four pound cotton f- fabric that we bought together. Um, yes, we did. My piping, uh, done all the piping now, and had I would say um, about ten centimeters left of piping, which is great. Like a, not too much. Didn't have. Didn't worry about having too little. Perfect. What are you going to do with your extra ten centimeters of piping? Probably throw it away. Okay, fair enough. You could you could run along the top of a pocket. My pocket was already piped. I mean, you could put like a patch pocket on your, your pyjama bottoms or something. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, throw it away. And then yesterday, I had a lovely... Yesterday? <laughs> I had a lovely crafty day out. When all my... your troubles seem so far away. No, they seemed very present, as discussed at the beginning of the show. <laughs> um, uh, I had a lovely crafty day out with my beloved friend Mavis. 
and the angel Islington. I like the angel Islington. Did you go to Loop? We went to Loop, where I had some birthday vouchers that Mavis had given me for my 27th birthday. Strong work. I will be 29 in October. We spent a lot of time looking at that. Now, I bought that... Now, I'll drink. Uh, when I went to Wonderwall, also with Mavis, <laughs> I bought um, the the little doings for my David Bowie Flash Lightning Bolt Jumper. Oh, yes. Um, now, what I don't have is the grey to make the actual jumper. The name, just... yes. So I did think I would go and look at that, but I forgot that Loop, lovely, lovely wools. Prices reflect that. So if you want to knit a whole jumper, that's a lot. Yeah. So I didn't do that. Used my thing to buy two skeins of lilac, multi, but with multicolored splashes yarn, which I'm going to use to make a striped jumper. So, but it was four ply, like so. I got two to then buy a cheaper main color to stripe the lilac through, Um, and and so I bought two, uh, but most of which was covered by my voucher. And we just bought some books, and they said, "Do you want a bag?" And I was like, "No, don't worry, I've got one." They were like, "It's a free canvas bag." I don't need any canvas bags. You were like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah, but it's a big. It's like a crossbody one with a square bottom. So I have folded up all my other canvas bags and put it in, and my canvas bag hook is much neater. Good, yes. Satisfying. But Jessica, Loop was not the only place we went. Oh my goodness, Rosie, where did you go? We went to a haberdashery called oh. Ray Stitch. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we walked in, I turned to Mavis and I said, how dare you bring me here? You have ruined my life. <laughs> because it is the... And your bank account. <laughs> most beautiful. So well provisioned. <laughs> Fabric selection is good not huge yeah. but it's but that, got you're, you're, you're there for the fixings i'm there for the fixings it's got it's really cool it's in quite an old building so yeah. there are multiple like levels and bits so you kind of go in and then you take a step up into the pattern room right which i was like oh it's interesting they don't really do like the big four this is a term i found on a sewing blog but like the simplicity yeah your butter your butter your, your, your vogue exactly don't have those yeah then we clocked. Then we clocked. They were all in drawers oh, around the room because they had these beautiful shelvings, shelvings, shelves, with like indie, indie patterns, yeah. like uh, like yeah, uh, closet cases, utilities, beautiful. And Grain Line Studios, who I had been eyeing on because they do another pajama pattern. And what did I do? I bought that pajama pattern too, and then I went and bought fabric for it, and I bought the seven meters of bias binding it requires, <laughs> despite the fact that it is a pair of shorty pajamas. So I bought all the fixins, all the threads. So even though I'm waiting for my order for my replacement thread for my other pajamas, I can still sew today. You can craft the next one. Got home yesterday, threw my fabric in the washing machine, dried it Good. on the line. Yep. 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 Um, uh, it is four minutes. I'll take a photo, but uh, it's fabric ombre peach, ombre peach Ooh. with gold and darker peach polka dots. Ooh. Do you know what color bias binding I've got? Gold Lurex. Wow. Not like stretchy, but like sparkly. Yeah, yeah. Lurex, so, not spandex. Y- uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be good. Oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be lit. And also, it's it's gonna be lit. But also, I think it is a considerably easier pattern than right. the one I'm currently making because I don't yep. have to insert a sodding notched collar. Okay, <laughs> yeah, fair. fair. That is fair. You just, ha- I mean, although I did look at it and I was like, 
Maybe I'll just buy a bias binding foot because my current thing is buying new feet for my sewing machine. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Because then you only sew it on, you sew it once because you insert the bias binding and then it has a little shelf that you right. put your fabric through and it just yeah. sews them together. Yeah. Chug, 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 um, chug, chug. Yeah, cool. Could do it properly, but, <laughs> or well, by, by hand. But yeah, properly, by properly. Hand. Sewing it on one side with the machine, flipping over. And yeah, that's what I was going to do. By hand, all the way around. The oh, other I'm not saying it by hand. I want to. I'll have a visible. Stick. Or you could, or you could cam machine it, but then obviously you have to make sure it's exactly lined up so that you get your dishes uh, even on both sides. So maybe I will pause and buy it because I've also got my invisible zip foot, which is the most beautiful thing in the world. And I have my piping foot. I was terrified about the piping on the Carolina pajamas. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be the hardest thing. And the first bit of piping I did, I was like, Are you kidding me? So easy. Yeah, it's fine, especially with a piping foot. Yeah. Oh, every, I'm going to pipe everything. I'm going to pipe myself. I love... I won't just make pyjamas, but it is strongly on my brand. It is. Um, and then I can throw away all of the Primark pyjamas I sometimes panic by because they've got things I like on them. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I'm sorry. That's my needle and fed. Needle and fed. Uh, I have... Um... <laughs> that really made me laugh. <laughs> uh, so I accidentally um, didn't go to the allotment for a few days because it had rained, finally. So I didn't need to water and I was busy at work and there was a courgette that was just coming through and I thought that'll be fine for a few days. Went up yesterday. Nope. Day before. Whoops. It's a giant marrow, like giant marrow. So I'm going to have a get marrow jam um, and all the recipes I've looked at so far have been marrow and ginger. So I'm, I'm off to buy some a thumb of a thumb of ginger and um, I'll let you all know how that pans out in the next episode. It's jam pans out. A thumb. Thumb o ginger. Thumb o ginger. How's your allotment? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Got a, a little bit of bindweed, but it's quite pretty because there's white flowers on it. Yeah. So it's not not too parched. You know, no, thankfully now it has rained. Everything is a bit more perked up. Um, good. And I was doing. I was going up like pretty much every day to water. Well, it's not. It's not very far. So even if you just drive up, water and go. Yeah, right. that's that's what I was doing most days, and then just harvesting um, marrow. What, what was ready before they turned into marrows. This is like a full marrow. Oh well. What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Oi! Okay. I got a couples. I got a couples. Did you remember this segment exist? Yes, I did. Thank you very much. Holy moly. I mean, I haven't written anything down, but I've got a few things I can dredge up. (sighs) (laughs) Okay, I co edited Two Bossy Dames this week with Dame Sophie. Um, And uh, we had a great. in-depth chat about being amazing women living with chronic illnesses yes she um, did and it was I, it was a real fun chat to have even though it was also about like bad bodies no such thing as a bad no there is in this case anyway um <laughs> uh and it was really good and uh i suggest you go and follow the show note links and go and find i mean i assume if you listen to this podcast you probably already read two bossy dames but if you don't yeah. what are you doing you what do are you doing hey what are you doing do you have one? Yes, oh, I do. Uh, so uh, earlier this week, Jack Munro was tweeting about food banks. Mm. Um, and if you head over to Bootstrap Cook at Bootstrap Cook on uh, on the on the Twitters, um, you can find a load of retweeted information about your local food banks that may need some donations or some help or some assistance, uh, or you can add in your own, uh, which I think is important. So go and do that. Um, this, is, this feels so it's weird. Being hungry, is rubbish. Yeah, now I feel bad to follow this with um, I like to follow a really fat cat on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> he's, called, uh, 
It's absolute unit. He's called Bronson. He's at I am Bronson Cat, and he weighs. He started his starting weight was thirty three pounds, which. As my friend Emma said, that's three Tanzas. Tanza is her cat. He also has little thumbs. He does have little thumbs. They really stick out. Do you think it's like a stability thing? No, I think like... it's because lots of cats end up with extra um, claws. But don't Google that because some of them have like 13 and it's freaky. Ugh. But sometimes if they've got like four and then a little extraneous thumb, cute. Yeah. Like little mittens. It's like a little, a little mitten hand. Mitten hand. Like a little um, human uh, So cat. he... He is an absolute topster, and his so it's a bit well, not a bit sad because there's me like so he's he's been adopted because he was a rescue cat, and apparently like the person who was looking at him was elderly and was just sort of feeding him food, feeding him oh, food. Yeah. But the person they say so he's been adopted, he's been adopted, so it's fine. But they are getting they've got to get him to lose a lot of weight. Yeah. So he's no longer going to be such an amazing tubby cat, but that's good. Even if it's really funny to look at an enormously fat cat, he's he's now able to go up and down the stairs without having to stop and take a break halfway through. Oh, well, that's good. And they have to do so. Basically, all he wants to do is sit, lie in bed all day. Can you see why I like this cat? Yeah. Um, but what they have to so what they'll do is they get up in the morning and they take him downstairs because even if he wants to go and lie on the bed all day, he has to go back upstairs to do it. And he has to play, he plays things, but he's got a broken tooth and they can't put him under anaesthetic to fix it because he's too tubby. So they've got to get his weight down. Yeah. So they have weekly weigh-ins and they've got like a big baby scale for him. It's hilarious. Amazing. So, you know, Bronson. I'm going to follow follow Bronson the cat. He is huge. Like, you kind of can't work out like how, some of it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily look like he's fat he just looks huge but then you'll be like yeah because he looks like a cartoon um um when i'm sewing i like to watch youtube um my current youtube thing i think probably i've mentioned her ages ago because she did an elsa frozen dress a couple of years Uh, ago she's called angela clayton and she is in her early 20s and i think lives in long island she's in her early 20s and she um so and she does a lot of historical costumes so they're not accurate um technique replicas yeah but they're, they're costume versions and she's amazing and she's doing a current project called sewing through the decades which is where she buys an original pattern some of which haven't been are still factory folded from oh, 1910 um and they and she follows the pattern to make uh, an accurate historical these are actually like clothes because yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're using you know it, when you're making medieval stuff it's fair to make a costume version um yeah. and so she and uh and she's kind of trying to build her portfolio and work out how she what she's going to do to progress but she also has a patreon and she makes money from her youtube stuff and she's um really charming and sweet and she's very good and yeah so she's making really lovely um slightly more modern vintage clothes because sometimes she'll be like this is my favorite decade of the 1800s and i'm like oh okay um and then she's like this is from the 1940s and i'm like i get that um yeah and she's really good she's called angela clayton and uh, i'm now run out i've watched loads of her recent things and i i'm gonna have to watch all of her archives basically but um i tried to look for other sewing youtubers and i found i didn't really find anything i liked so if you watch any sewing youtubers out there audience tell me about it yeah well we'll have to start our own i mean yes obviously um also community seasons one to three aka good community is now one four ODing yeah. in the uk thrilled genuinely thrilled um so we we rate dogs is tr- continuing to do tremendous work and 
bringing light to these often dark times um, and uh, keeping everyone going on Twitter. Um, but <laughs> two days ago they posted... Um, uh, this is Finley. His tongue flutters when he's hungry. <gasps> so and cute. I retweeted and I'm like, just looking at it makes me lose my mind. <laughs> His little tongue, it just flickers back and forth because he's, cause he's, he's hungry. Yeah. It's so cute. Um, so go and watch, go and follow We, we Rate Dogs because it's just like, like cute nonsense. Like yeah. it's horrible. And I don't know how I, I forgot this briefly with the whole We Rate Dogs thing, but if you didn't see uh, earlier this week, the internet came full circle. And oh Bront yeah! Got a dog, which has now been rated by We Rate Dogs. All good dogs. They're all good dogs, including now Bront's dog or Brent or whatever it's actually. In fact, I think his Twitter handle is now Bront, um, but I don't remember what it is. But we'll find it through We Rate I think Dogs. Brant was his real name. Brant, I think is really. I can't remember. I mean, or he's, or... He's... Anyway, anyway, he's got a dog. Anyway, good times. Um, anyway, that Finley is uh, amazing. Um, and I have one. Um, radio slash podcast recommendation which i believe you have already recommended a few months ago um and it's the kitchen cabinet on radio four yes but it was what i was trying to remember about two episodes ago i knew there was something and i couldn't i just couldn't remember what it was and unfortunately the episode the specific episode is no longer available for a podcast download but this is just a general recommendation uh for the kitchen cabinet which is a gardener's question time style show but about cooking um, but what really cemented it uh, for me was um, as one of their sort of quick roundups at the end, uh, a girl had asked a question about how to, um, uh, she didn't have a, a very good fridge situation or where she was living, like in a sort of a, like a temporary apartment or something for work. I wasn't sure, but she had limited uh, ways to store things or she only had like an icebox or something. So she was asking about um, ways to good, good uh, dinners to do that she wouldn't have to eat like, for every meal so that it because she couldn't keep things that long and so safe and tasty ways to use leftovers um and um one of the panelists suggested the concept and i can't remember his uh, tim anderson i believe yeah um, the american the american guy yeah tim yeah. anderson uh suggested the concept will it waffle <laughs> yeah <laughs> waffle iron you take your leftovers and you play the game will it waffle and you uh, put them in the waffle iron and you, you reheat them in the waffle iron. Yeah. Um, which is a genius idea. As someone who has once uh, created a very successful shepherd's pie toasted sandwich, um, I can fully get behind this this idea and encourage you all to go forth and play Will It Waffle? Uh, and also go and check out The Kitchen Cabinet on uh, BBC Radio 4. Yes. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Um, Okie dokes. Okay. I'm going to go and reheat some Chinese food. Ooh, tasty. In a waffle iron? You have a waffle iron. Oh, my God, put it in the waffle iron. No, because I got chicken balls. Oh, uh, yeah, don't do that. They wouldn't. But if I'd got just, like, plain sweet and sour chicken, which wasn't, like, deep fried first, yeah, we'd be talking. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Okay, listeners. We will be back in a fortnight, unless the heat continues. Oh, wait, it's going to, so we'll never speak to you again. Yeah, so it was nice knowing you. Um, We had a good run. 113 episodes. We're cursed. Anyway, bye, Jessica. I love and esteem you. <laughs> Listeners, probably also. Yeah. Good luck and Godspeed. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. bye. 
There are over 100 episodes of Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, and you can hear them all in the podcatcher of your choice or at rosieandjessica.co.uk, where you can also find show notes with links to everything we've discussed in this episode. We're on social media. Find us at facebook.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, on Instagram at Oh My Greyhounds, and on Twitter at The Day of Fun Show. You can also email us on hello at rosieandjessica.co.uk. To support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, become a monthly subscriber via our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, or kit yourself out in Rosie and Jessica t-shirts and tote bags from shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash ohmygreyhounds. Enjoyed the show? Please rate and review us. We'll be back in a fortnight. Thanks for listening.